1: Hey, everyone. Jake here. Uh, I just want to put a little disclaimer out there. I'm doing a little intro. never done this before, so excuse me if it sounds all fucking stupid because I've never, never done an intro, but uh, I did want to do one for this one because I did want to explain to everybody why it's going to be chopped up into a couple episodes. So mm-hmm. this conversation with Jeremy Boer, uh, we did get pretty long-winded. So in order to make it better for everyone – all you listeners i wanted to chop it up into a couple of episodes so you guys are gonna be hearing a little bit more from jeremy boer and um this this episode is very special to me um jeremy's been a mentor of mine when i was in the army and i just appreciate him love the dude to death and i just wanted to make it a couple episodes and because it's very long i think it was like three almost four hours of total recording so Instead of making one big, long-ass episode, I want to chop it up. Um, so, with that said, uh, he did ask me, and I'll do this for him because he's my, one of my very, very good friends. But he wanted me to put in a little plug in there for Bilson Arms LLC. They are, uh, you know, I think they're they're a gun company in Broussard, Louisiana. Uh, it, saw, it says on their Facebook that they, they do custom AR builds, AR billet lowers, and they have... A patent pending buttstock. So sounds like they're a great company in Bruce Hard, Louisiana. And if Jeremy vouches for him, then I'm gonna believe him because he's he knows his shit. And we're gonna have Jeremy on again um, down the road a little bit because he's a wealth of knowledge in the shooting, in everything shooting. He's obviously he's a sniper, and he does a bunch of shit back at home with um, load developments and shooting in his free time and everything else and he's also an avid hunter so we're gonna be hearing more from jeremy boer he's a great fucking guy and this is this, like i said this episode's very special so everyone just please enjoy and i appreciate all the support everyone that's been there sending me messages and getting out there and on instagram and facebook and um you know all the you know i just i appreciate all you guys very very much and you know I'm looking forward to the future, and I think there's going to be a lot of great things coming from Victory Drive. So thank you. Mm -hmm. We're going to just kind of go into like your background and who you are and stuff. If you don't mind doing that or you just keep guessing. No, no, no,
2: absolutely. Whatever you need to get to help you get your whatever. Whatever. Ask me whatever you want. (laughs) I will be transparent and honest with your questions. You sound like a politician right now. I'm not. I hate hate (laughs) politics. Like that's, I just hate them all. I hate every one of them.
1: Well, they're bad people. That's what it boils down to. Is like I had a conversation with uh, Darren. His name is Darren DeBoer, mm-hmm. which is funny because it's like your last name, but, but with a, without the "duh." With, with, he has duh. he has
2: "duh." He's
1: the boer. Yeah. What does "boer" stand for? Farmer. You, far, yeah, that's what he said too. He's the farmer. You're just. Yeah, farmer. I'm, I'm just farmer. <laughs> You're just farmer. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Farmer. Yeah, I think <laughs> I
2: think what happened is the boers, duh boers, may have been like, maybe there were bad people in the first war. And mm-hmm. so maybe we dropped, duh. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I have no clue. There's no, I have no history on who I am.
1: I think that has something to do with it. Yeah.
2: For sure. You know, people change their names because they're scared or right. they did something bad. You <laughs> like picked the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck,
0: change your name. We lost.
1: And I also don't <laughs> want to go through the rest of my life in fear of mm-hmm. getting a swastika scarred on my forehead mm-hmm. by Brad Pitt. Great movie. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs>
2: Pretty much made me who I am today.
1: I know. I always thought I was going to grow up to be the bear Jew, <laughs> but, but I had to get the Jew part down. <laughs> I haven't quite you can convert. That out yet. I don't to be a full fledged Jew. I don't know if you can.
2: I don't. I mean, I don't think they'll look at you like straight up Jew. But you right. can. You can convert. And practice. Well, I
1: mean, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a religion. It's not mm-hmm. you know. It's like but.
2: The Bear Jew is more of an idea. Right. That's where and I'm I, going and, with it. And you can yeah. run with that idea. Yeah, that's where I'm going with that idea.
1: Yeah. I, I want to be the Bear Jew mm-hmm. as a person. Yes. Just, I also don't want to convert to Judaism, though. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I, I need to figure out a different name. Maybe like the, the I don't know, Lionheart's taken by too many, too many damn medieval knights.
2: Too many assholes around with that
1: one. Yeah. I'll stick with Jake. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy Boer, you were Sanford Section Leader with uh, the first, the 133rd, when we were in the stand together. So Correct. Um, give us a little backstory on Jeremy. I know you've done a lot in your life, and I know... Right, we spent a lot of time together. How much so, time
2: do we have tonight? We've got plenty. Okay. We've got plenty. If we
1: need to make this a two-part episode, we've got plenty <laughs> of time. <laughs> no. Hopefully, we don't have to do that. Well, I know like a little bit about you, and I know you spend a lot of time in a van down by, by the river. Yes. At a certain point in your time. So, let's, yep. go, let's like, start.
2: start with a van by the river.
1: Well, because that was after you got out the first time, right?
2: When I was living in the van down by the river, I was living in Kentucky.
1: That was after your first stint in the Army. I though, was right?
2: still in active duty.
1: Oh, okay. So, let's start. Yep. At yep. So I got you.
2: start there. Yeah. In the, um, well, Kentucky or before? Go, if you want
1: to go in childhood, we can go in childhood too.
2: Well, born and raised in northeast Iowa. Okay. Um, Sumner, small town, just like Osage. Um, got in a lot of trouble in high school. Decided that needed to probably join the military. I or or I, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't because I was in trouble. It was because I, I feel like I always wanted to do that, even when I was right. before trouble. You know, I wanted to do that. So, mm-hmm. uh, went basic training at 17 years old. Um, recruiters got me on a video of guys riding motorcycles. They were like, you could be a scout in the army. They ride dirt yeah. bikes. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah so that's what I did. And, uh, I got to basic training and they showed me a Bradley fighting vehicle. It's, and I'm like, what? This like a, is not a motorcycle. It's like a
1: motorcycle, but with <laughs> two is, tracks. and This is a <laughs>
2: tank. This is bullshit. I, I thought I was going to be like. Let's see. Jason Bourne wasn't around in 1997. Who would it no, have been? Anyway, the bat. The, bond. Yeah, the, bat, the badass. This. I thought it was going to be like a secret spy agent right. scout guy, you well, know, running around kicking ass. Yeah, and not, that's not what happened.
1: Not every Joe Schmo gets a motorcycle. You, you get sent that promo. It's like, pff, yeah, I must be something. Yes. This, the recruiter must see something in me. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were like, this guy.
2: <laughs> this guy is our guy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about quotas and uh, shit jobs in the military, and and it was hard to fill them. Yeah. And I got fifteen hundred dollar signing bonus. <clears throat> so good. not only was I going to ride motorcycles, but I was rich. I mean, I was filthy rich fifteen hundred bucks. Fuck yeah, dude! That's a well, lot of money. Yeah,
1: especially back in ninety seven.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. god dang. I mean, today that's what like. I don't even I can't do the math. That's a lot of money. Today today. it's
1: gotta be close to twenty grand. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's
2: how long ago this was.
1: Okay. (laughs) How much were was a carton of eggs back then? I don't know.
2: A pack of cigarettes was two dollars and twenty-five cents. Oh yeah,
1: dude. For sure. Because now they're like eight bucks.
2: Yeah, I could get a twelve pack of Schmidt beer with the ten point buck on the can, Mm. a pack of cigarettes for like six, seven dollars. I see. So ten dollar bill, put a little bit of gas in the tank, got me a twelve pack of beer and a pack of smokes. I was set for Friday night.
1: So fifteen hundred bucks was definitely at least six grand. Yeah, I today. thought I thought I was rich. Yeah, you're like literally it like,
2: but then they only give you half. I didn't know about that, and oh, then it yeah. gets taxed too, and I didn't know about that either. I had no clue.
1: <laughs> so you get sent three hundred bucks. You're like, yeah. this is my bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So I got my bonus after training, and it was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm like, oh god, damn, I got robbed. I got robbed. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was 1997, long time ago. I'm 43 years old, by the way, so everybody Mm -hmm. knows all your listeners know I'm an old man. Man. Um, Seasoned. Yep, seasoned. So, went into the Army, uh, stationed at uh, lovely Fort Polk, Louisiana. That was my first
1: duty station. What was your MOS? 19
2: Delta. 19 Delta. 19 Delta Cavalry Scout. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, It looked badass, but it really wasn't. It was pretty lame.
1: So I just had a guy on the podcast too a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. His name is Perry Batten. He works for Drury Outdoors. He was a cav scout mm-hmm. in the guard, in the Illinois National Garden.
2: Great guy, I bet.
1: No, he's he's a fucking
2: awesome. Yeah, dude. most most guys, awesome most, most
1: of those cav scouts are pretty badass. Yeah,
2: Pretty cool. Dudes. Um, so Fort Polk. Yep. Got down there straight to Bosnia. Night. This is 1998 now. Mm-hmm. So straight to Bosnia, and that really like. That that really made me take things more seriously. I would say, just because, mm-hmm. like, we we weren't doing anything, but we were watching like a like the destruction of what war really is. So you we know, got to witness, like, okay, this is
1: what this is really about, and it's so pretty bad. What was going on? Because if someone's <laughs> not enough yeah, to know what yeah. the fuck was happening in Bosnia, well, go- Google it. <laughs> Google Google
2: Bosnia. What is it? Herzegovina or whatever the country was called. So um, I don't know all the history. You don't, on it, you don't but, have to go on the history. Yeah, there, a there, there was Bosnia. a there was a conflict in Bosnia based off of Serbia control and Muslim religion and the Croatian people. And anyways, it was it was basically three different people claiming this to be their own land and territory. Yep. And so absolutely. they started they started a fight. Yep. and they killed a lot it was genocide it was millions of people died and clinton at the time said we'll we'll stop this and so he sent the military in and um and we basically separated the fighting factions i guess and and we were more of a security force just keep like we were like the guy in the middle of a bar fight like guys not going to <laughs> That's what we did yeah you didn't uh, really do much we were there we were there yeah. yeah and we got to see like Complete cities bombed out, and yeah. you know, like the the aftermath of a serious conflict. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was eighteen years old. I'm like, Jesus is it kind of shook me or woke me up, really. Mm-hmm. And so I took I took my job uh, a little more seriously.
1: Right. That uh, would, I mean, that's a serious situation. Like, yeah. Even, even though you weren't in direct combat, with no. Them, but no. yeah, you got to see, you, you, like you said, saw the aftermath, and that would, yeah. I mean, as a fucking eighteen year old kid, you're like, because I was nineteen when I went out to Afghanistan. This is so but, similar, yeah. Similar, like, where like, it's like holy fuck, I better grow up. Yeah. yeah, like this is this is real shit. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, and it was it was a real like it was bad, right? Yeah. For those people, mm-hmm. not bad for us. We had like our fobs were awesome. You know, it was
1: established. Mm-hmm. Um, were they like fobs, or were they more like base, like actual like built-in bases?
2: <clears throat> so some of them were like tents on plywood. Oh, okay. Like a GP medium tent, canvas tent on plywood, and we had kerosene heaters. Because, you know, it was, this is in the Balkans, so mm-hmm. it's cold in the winter and warm in the summer or whatever. So some of them were like, I, I don't know, one of the Doble, I think Camp Doble was on, it was like tents. Mm-hmm. I went to Camp Demi. Yeah, so we called them camps. That's right. Camp okay, there Demi you go. Doble. It wasn't a fob or a, mm-hmm. a cop or anything. We didn't have that. But um, It's like Vietnam-based verbiage kind of shit yeah. yeah 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 uh but then uh the one that i ended up going to had like trailers so we lived in like a trailer house oh shit which is awesome we had it's not
1: bad yeah yeah it was pretty sweet ac and heat and, yeah nah, yeah yeah let's go yeah uh,
2: like the internet wasn't invented yet so we didn't have to right. worry about that well
1: al gore wasn't quite there yet so, no no yeah. so no <laughs> interwebs
2: no phones like we'd call home on a sat phone mm. we had like push to talk like do you have like a pay hey, mom like a over, you, oh, like a phone like that?
1: It was like a platoon sapphone phone or is it yeah, like, a like a company sapphone oh, Like a
2: company, like a troop. It was a calves. Oh, we were in right, the calves. It was a troop. Yeah. yeah. Watch your mouth.
1: <laughs>
2: Woo. Don't spur me, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Get you with my saber.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Um.
2: bang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did that. Came home. I don't know. I don't even know how long I was there. Got back. I don't know. In the summer. We landed at Fort Polk. Um which is where 2nd Cav, that's where we were at the time, 2nd mm-hmm. Armored Cavalry Regiment. It wasn't armored. We were on Humvees. We had no Bradleys. Um, and it was like 197 degrees the day we, like it was 4 in the morning, Fort Polk, Louisiana. We left Europe, got off the plane, and was like,
0: oh, my Fuck God.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is horrible. This sucks. Man. Yeah. I mean, it was so hot. Like, I, I just remember like, sw- four in the morning the sun's not even up no. and you're just drenched this is like, terrible this is, and i gotta I got do like i think i had three years left on my contract i got like <laughs> three years left of this shit <laughs> so did that stayed at fort polk did ntc did you know train did all this shit down there um regular army stuff um and then re-enlisted Okay. I re for another four years and went to Fort Knox. I tried I tried to re-up for Alaska. I tried to get Alaska as a duty station, and um, I had it, and I was going to go to Alaska, and then last minute they're like, nope, you're going to go to Fort Knox, which yeah. is train. Uh, a training base. There's yeah. not even a line unit there, right? So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? So I ended up being um instructor uh, cadre at uh, 19 Delta OSIT Training Center. What? So yeah, I was like, oh, I just got promoted, so I was an E five. Oh, right? okay. So, so I'm an E five. Yeah. And, so you, you were yeah. a drill
1: sergeant. You're the. No, I'm, the, <laughs>
2: I'm I'm the cadre. I'm the guy that like yeah. runs the range or right. whatever. Right. So that was the worst job I've ever had in, in the military. It was miserable. Uh, like you would I can about yeah, imagine, honestly. Yeah. Because so I was attached to a troop, a line troop. Like the drills, I was the drill sergeant's bitch, basically. Mm-hmm. So I would go pick up a new crop of dudes and run with them for four months, doing all their training. So I was, I was like the drill sergeant's babysitter.
1: So you you were going to the field with them? Oh yeah, yeah, everything. All this other shit, everything. <laughs> Just doing what the yes. what the staff sausages didn't want to do. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Fuck yeah. that. So
2: like the Ugh. yeah, it was <clears throat> it was a rough job. I mean, it was yeah. seven days a week. I mean, you were. Basically back in basic training again.
1: That's the thing. Like I when I was in basic, I'm like, man, it'd be cool to be a drill sergeant and just fucking Mm-mm. yell at kids all day. And then you start thinking about it once you're in the army for a while and you're like uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally no. seven days a week. Yeah. You have to keep up with these kids. Yeah. If a kid decides that he wants to commit suicide, then it's like your commander's getting called and like, what the fuck? No, it's like, oh god. <laughs> you know, can, it, it was figure it out and you're dealing with all this bullshit. And, yeah,
2: worst job ever. It was the worst job I've ever had in the army. By far. Um, I, I know I know I got good friends who are recruiters and I know recruiting sucks, but dude, it ain't nothing on like these training brigades. Anyway, so I <laughs> so I did that for another couple of years. That's when I was living in the van down by the river. I got kicked out of my house. I was married. Okay. I got kicked out of my house. Came mm-hmm. home one day and then um whatever. That was done. See you later, Jeremy. So I had a truck. I had this Nissan pickup with this topper camper shell thing on the back. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get kicked out of the house. Like, I'm good with that. (laughs) So I drove drove that bitch. Like, I got a cooler full of beer and, like, some brats or something. And I drove down to this Otter Creek State Park in Kentucky and just parked that bitch by the river and started (laughs) a campfire. And I lived there for, like, I can't say I lived there. Like that's where I slept. You know, I went to work right. every day. Yep. I mean, I wasn't like living. I mean, I, I was sleeping in the back of my truck, but I loved it. Like it wasn't a big deal to me. Like we'd spend so much time in the field.
1: That's that was comfortable.
2: Yeah, people yeah. don't understand. Like you spend so much time out in the field. Like laying in a bed or sitting on a toilet feels weird. Yeah. You know. Yep. And it is. and most people don't will never grasp that idea or concept, but mm-hmm. like you. When you're when like when you're in a line troop or a line company, if you're in an infantry company or whatever, you spend so much time in the field, where laying under in the ditch, whatever. It, that is that is normal.
1: Oh yeah, that becomes normal. So For
2: sure. living in the back of my truck, I was like in heaven. It yeah. was amazing.
1: Not bad. Yeah, so I did Not that. Bad, for, at least. I did
2: that for a week until I got an apartment. So that yeah. so the story I told you guys about living in a van down by the river, that was what that was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so that when, was a long story to come back around to yeah. living in a van down by the river.
1: So yeah, so when you first told me that you used to live in a van down by the river, <laughs> I just imagined you as a like a long haired hippie fucking no. smoking smoking dubs down by the river. <laughs> I wish I, didn't I know you're still in the army. No, I <laughs> wish I was. I had a
2: high and tight and clean shaved, God. and and uh, I took showers at the gym <laughs> for that week or two weeks. Maybe it was two weeks. I did that. However long it takes to get a lease on an apartment. Yeah, that's how long it took. Week or two. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably a couple of yeah. weeks. I don't. I forget. It, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was. That was a a positive
1: time in my life. I remember. Yeah, it makes me smile. Well, so you obviously got a divorce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was pretty. You're pretty stoked about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, um...
1: We don't have to go into detail on that no, stuff, necessarily. No, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, like... You said it was a good time in your life, so I'm like, oh, man, she was oh, pretty bad. <laughs> it was just, like, freedom, you know? Oh, I got you, yeah. Like, you get That's that,
2: like, is. I'm free again, I don't have to listen to bullshit. Yep. I'm done. That's fair. But, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, uh, so, so then, I, then that. I went to BNOC, mm-hmm. got promoted. I was a good training guy, whatever, soldier, whatever you want to call it. Uh, went to BNOC, and then all my... <clears throat> I was, um...
1: What's BNOC? Just so people know. They,
2: basic NOC. So so I was I was getting pinned E6. I was getting mm-hmm. my staff sergeant. So to get that, you go to BNOC basic non-commissioned officer course. It's two months or three months or whatever for a 19 Delta. So it's MOS specific mm-hmm. in the Army. Um, So I got to hang out with dudes from the line again. So guys from all over the country were coming to Fort Knox for BNOC as a 19 Delta.
1: Um, That was like where – that, that, oh, that was, Delta yeah, held, home, right?
2: home of the armor. Yep. Yep. It yep. was Fort Knox. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, B And then I made commandant's list in B not because I'm a kiss ass or anything. I just, I luck got lucky and made commandant's list. And then these guys are like, you shouldn't be in Fort Knox training. You need to be. Oh, and, and this was right as nine kicked off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So things changed overnight in the military i mean it was like flipping a switch yep we have no money we can't do anything we got no bullets we got no cool guy gear and then that happened and then everything changed he just turned the faucets on yep. like yep. we're to war yeah like yep. get yep. ready so everybody's like okay we're going to war mm-hmm. so my b not guys instructors and the commandant they're like there's no reason you need to be training freaking idiots at OSIT right. nineteen Delta. You're like, you're going back to the line. I'm like, Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Man. I'm yeah. ready. I'm and I got and, and you gotta remember, like, all my friends that are still in they're in line companies. I'm talking to these guys all the time. You know, and these dudes are like at Carson and Fort Hood and they're like, Yeah, we're loading our shit. We're gonna go kick ass. Mm-hmm. And here I am stuck in Fort Knox. I'm like, oh this yes. sucks.
1: Oh, I'd be What's so gonna... pissed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be fucking I'd be s i would be and mean if I was in that situation just kicked off. Like you're doing all this training for a reason, right? When Mm -hmm. you join the army, you're not doing it just because you want to get out of the house for a little while. Yeah, you know, you join the army and you get trained to go fight. And I want to go to the game. You want to go? Yeah, I I want to. You want to play football? That's right. You want to go compete in football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly.
2: Um, so then I get the blue letter in the mail. PCS orders, freaking Korea. I'm like, (laughs) what? I don't even know who you my... went back to the line, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the wrong line. <laughs> the wrong fucking yeah. line. Yeah, I don't even know who the branch manager was at the time, but...
1: He's a fucking idiot. If I could find obviously.
2: him, oh, my God. I would oh my God. choke his ass out.
1: Hey, this guy made common answers for B-Knock. Which and is he's, nothing. He's, I mean, that's, No, but still... But like, okay. send me... Send me put it, put me in... I'm sure he didn't have bad PT scores, either. No, like yeah, you, I was on, good. On paper, especially, like, this guy needs to be, yeah. you know going to war mm-hmm. <laughs> like no this, this the right place for this guy is a non-deployable unit <laughs> yeah send him to korea send him to korea
2: so i so i pack all my shit go to korea get off the plane and i don't even know what unit i'm going to not not until i get there mm-hmm. so i go to camp casey and they're like oh man you're going to gary owen i'm like what is that they're like oh that's four-seven Cav up on the border I'm like shit God, which is a Bradley heavy unit
1: yeah 4-7 cab
2: yeah so I've been in the army at 7 seven years at this point mm-hmm. in my life I don't even know how to open the door to get into a Bradley now I'm a Bradley commander <laughs> now I'm a section leader I'm a section leader in a freaking Bradley platoon I don't even I had to get my driver private I probably just trained the dude I'm like <laughs> how do you get in this thing Right, <laughs> and Korea was fun actually. It, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted right. to, I wanted to go to Iraq or Afghanistan and go get in the shit. But um, God, we drank every single day. I was in Korea for 368 days. We drank every single day. And we did some wild shit in Korea. Like they blow the alert, we'd hop in our Bradleys and we're driving down the highways in Korea, like amongst. The population,
1: right? Just the civilians,
2: yeah. In Bradleys, and we're in Bradleys, <laughs> drunk, Jeez. doing like six, sixty mile an hour, fifty mile an hour in a Bradley. I'm loading the gun, you what know. It? I mean, because we got live me. I and mean, This yeah. is real, you know. Right. I'm loading the gun, and we're driving. And, and so, when
1: when, they, when you say they blow the alarm, you mean the alarm. You don't know for sure if that's hundred percent no false or real. So Correct. you're just like. Let's go.
2: Correct. So they're timing us to get to yep. our battle position. So there's battle positions just north of Gary Owen, which mm-hmm. is a camp. Um, and if you know anything about Gary Owen, that was Custer's Cav. Mm-hmm. And that was We Were Soldiers Once and Young or whatever that movie. Yep. We that were, was also, I think it was just called We Were Soldiers. Yeah. The yeah, book was yeah. We
1: Were Soldiers Once when we were whatever or something Yeah, like some <laughs> shit like that.
2: But that was also the same unit. Yeah. So that's 4-7 Cav, Gary Owen. It's cursed. It is cursed. It's a, a cursed unit. unit. It's yeah. a cursed unit. Just like cursed
1: a four, like 427FA is a cursed unit. So,
2: <laughs> I don't know anything about field artillery other than...
1: But that's another cursed unit. They went, I think they got, got their deployable status, went to... I, I'm going to butcher this. Someone listening, maybe you spent time there and was like, you fucked it all up. But basically, they got deployed, got fucking wiped. They did a lot of casualties. Mm-hmm. Came back, went non-deployable. Then they're like, hey, got a deployable status back again. Went back out for the first point, got fucked up again. Came back like, "You're back to not playable. <laughs> case, case your colors. Yep, you're done.
2: Yeah, yep. So, but yeah, there's a
1: couple of cursed units in the military. And you yeah. can spend time there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fending off the, the North Koreans. Yeah, in case. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it, it was it was. Um, I mean, it was interesting to see North Korea. Like, I get to go up there and see those guys, and um, I mean, it's it's a real deal. I mean, it's mm-hmm. scary. It's legit. I mean, it's it's a threat for sure. Yeah, um, but we had so much fun in Korea. I mean, we did some wild, dumb shit in Korea, like oh, yeah. bad, bad stuff. Jordan was there, yeah, for a while. So, he's was he at Casey or Hovi?
1: I think he's at Hovi, which is
2: touches Casey. It, yeah. It's basically the same. It's Tong Deshawn area. You
1: know, I I don't even remember now. I want to say, what's the smaller one? Hovey? Well,
2: Hovi Casey's like. Pretty main big, base, right? Yeah, pretty big. But Hovi touches it. So yeah, like you yeah. walk out of Casey and then you walk into so, Hovi. So he's in
1: Hovi because I think when he told – I think I remember him telling me that. I was like, all I know in Korea is Kim Casey. Yeah. So yeah, I think he he had to have been in Hovi, I think.
2: I mean, you can't even – like, I just remember, like, you can't even go into a bar and get a drink in Korea without just getting attacked by these drinky girls, these juicy girls. Juicy girls, girls Yep. And I, I wanted nothing to do. I mean, it was a, such a scam. Oh yeah. You know, but these, like, like my dude. I had, I had a, I was a section leader, and I got dudes are like fall in love with these girls. I'm oh like, yeah. Dude, let me tell you, that is not going to work <laughs> out. Like you're paying, it's stop. Yeah,
1: Jordan. Stop. Jordan knows a guy that married a juicy girl, oh, and they're still God. together. Oh, they, they stay together. Like, They're How? totally happy, and everything's going great. They're so got kids and shit
2: for your listeners. Juicy girls are not prostitutes.
1: Right. I, this is I, not I,
2: prostitution. This is like basically like an American strip bar where you yeah. pay for the dance or whatever. It's basically, are they getting
1: naked? No. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's how it was explained to me is, like, they're they're girls that bring you drinks and hang out with you if hang, you pay and tip yes. well. And then they'll, yes. they'll they, basically – They talk to
2: you. They'll be your friend.
1: They're – I guess you could call them an in-house escort, yeah. Minus the sex part, just yeah. Like they'd hang out with you if you, yeah. you tipped them well.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, so it was lonely it guys. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like you were like, "I'm buying her for the night." That's not how it worked, right? It was like you get her, you get to talk to her for five minutes. Yep. And then she's gone. And it costs you twenty bucks. Yep. Which is so, stupid. But yeah.
1: they, do they have pimps though? I guess like quote unquote pimps, like it'd be it'd someone be, managing them, yeah, to make sure they're not getting like fucking yep. raped and whatnot.
2: So the manager is like Ajima, the woman, the woman runs the business, oh, yeah, yeah, pass yeah, the the pimpette, pimpette, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's almost <little> scarier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Ajima will wreck your shit, right? Yeah, um, yeah, no. So that was Korea, then I, then I, mm-hmm. then I was gonna reenlist again. I was going to do it again. And I talked to the guy and I put Gary on. I'm like, yeah, I'll do another four if the money's right. But I want to go to, I think I was trying to get, uh, I had duty stations in mind. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going back to Polk. I'm not going to Stewart. I'm not going to drum. Right. I don't want to go to heavy. I, I wanted to get as far away from a Bradley as possible.
1: So can you kind of explain real quick? Um, so there's, in CAV even, there's heavy units and light units. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
2: I wanted to get a, I wanted to get as far away from the Bradley as possible. Mm-hmm. Just because I didn't know anything about it. Now, if I talk to my Bradley friends, the guys who were in Bradley, they are like. It's the shit. It's the shit. This is the biggest killing machine on the planet. Like, why would you want
1: anything else? Same with uh, light infantry and heavy mechanized yeah. infantry. Like The mechanized guys, if they get out of training and they go straight to a mechanized unit, they're like, this is the fucking tits. Yeah. This is insane. Like. Amazing. Yeah. Why would I ever want to walk around on my feet? When yeah. You talk to light guys, you go light right away. Then you're like, why the fuck would I be cramped in a machine all well, the time?
2: The Bradleys, comp- it's a complicated piece of equipment, and yeah. you you have to like really know a lot about it to make it work right. Right. And it's got quirks, and you've got to know all these things. I didn't know them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wasn't raised around a Bradley. Yep. The guys who are raised around a Bradley will never go anywhere else. I mean, they freaking love those machines. And I get it. I mean, they're, they are, I mean, there's no running from a Bradley. No. Like, they, that, that is your
1: ass. Yeah. When it's, when <laughs> it's greased up and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. When the thing's working you're fucking right. Dead. Yeah.
2: The thing is a bad machine. And I understand that perfectly, but I just didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And so I wanted to get as far away from that as possible. And I couldn't get into the duty stations or units that I was looking for. And, um, pretty much just said fuck it. I'm out. So mm-hmm. I so I left. So I got out.
0: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find and finance new or used boats. Visit boattrader.com to get started. Out.
2: Um 8 years active duty, got got the fuck out.
0: So
1: uh after you got out uh the first time, like what I guess, in a brief little story. What were you doing then? Like, what happened? Well, I moved to... I'm,
2: so, I moved, so, I moved to Louisiana. Because oh, yeah. I had a son that lived there. My son lived in yep. Louisiana. So, I went back to Louisiana. So, I might as well just join... I just, might as well just... Dude, that, Polk. That, that
1: fucking state is just dragging you back. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's killing me. It's killing me. I gotta,
2: I gotta no, grab a you're, beer. You're, you're good.
1: You're good. Grab a beer.
2: So... Um, so I, w- I went to Louisiana, got a job as a electrician in the, um,
1: IBEW, the electricians union oh, yeah. thing. I'm yep. part of the IBEW. Are you? I was. Yeah, I am right now too, actually. Oh, Even cool. though I'm a tele- telecom tech. <laughs> 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 I'm not a dues paying member, but. <laughs>
2: so I got a job, anyways. I got a job making $9 and nine cents an hour. Fucking unions! You can't even survive. Unions are badass, right? I mean, this, yeah, <laughs> this is two thousand and five now, I think, or something like that. nine dollars an hour. Nine dollars ninety. Even
1: then, that was not very much. No,
2: I couldn't even. So the only reason I could pay my bills is because I went into the the program with the GI Bill. So if you're in, oh. if you're in a tr- trade program, they would pay me like I was getting paid like eight hundred bucks a month through the yep. GI Bill. That's the only way I could make it.
1: Same as like if you were going to college, exactly. Yep.
2: Same thing. Mm-hmm. So I did that for couple of years and then um i mean there's i don't know why like so the hurricanes hit so that was in rita and katrina hit i was down there they really didn't mess up a lot of things but they did mess up the job oh yeah so like our job sites were got like shut down and it was hard for me to find a job and my parents are like well dears is hiring up here and and Tarix is hiring up here and um up in Iowa, right? up in iowa okay. back here back home
0: mm-hmm.
2: so i was like that was kind of, i don't know so i so i left came back to iowa and uh when i got back to iowa i, I was missing the military like i had this this vo- it, it wasn't missing the military it was all the news on the war the war is like on fire it's raging like dudes i know are getting hurt Cause you said this was Oh five, okay, yeah. So I got was, I got back to Iowa like oh six oh seven something like that. Iraq was yeah. I mean it was wild a shit show then too. Yeah, everything was. Afghanistan was calm at that time, yep. but things were things were going bad. And well,
1: Afghanistan started hot and heavy mm-hmm. right after nine eleven. Then we quickly like SF dudes went in there and yeah, we blew the fuck out of them. Then yep. America was still like. Well, fuck these terrorists. Who else is a terrorist in yeah. Iraq? Yeah. That, they're another terrorized ass <laughs> country. Yeah, like, Let's go there. Let's, Let's go, go get and fucking finish this fight yep. and take it across the lines. So yep. we ended up in Iraq and spent a lot of time and effort in Iraq militarily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then while we we're there... Yeah, yeah, and then that's when Afghanistan started kicking back up again. Well, we forgot about Afghanistan. We forgot about it. Yeah. Yep.
2: We we turned a shoulder to those guys, and they came back and punched us in the mouth. Yeah. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Pretty it good is... Pretty good punch in the mouth. It is... Starting in oh eight oh nine, they came back across a Hindu Kush, and they were
1: like, fuck y'all. We're taking this motherfucker yeah. back, dude. Yeah,
2: and they accomplished that. <laughs>
1: Even to this day. <laughs> yeah. They played the long game, dude. It's yeah. their country. Yeah. They won. It
2: fuckers. their country. <laughs> um, But anyways, yeah. So, it- so, so then I, uh, I tried to go back active duty and they were going to take a bunch of rank and all this shit. And I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. fuck.
2: So then, um, joined the 133rd mm-hmm. and, uh, I had a bad attitude towards like guard Mast and all girls. that. I had a bad attitude towards that. I really did. I remember Just because we were I taught remember. that way. Yeah. I mean, we were taught that way, like, <laughs> in active duty, like, these guys are garbage, yeah, junk, shit. But I, but I tell you, and I've told other people this, too, that I was thoroughly impressed with not everything I saw, but with the 133rd. Right. So, uh, like, there was other brigades that I was like, oh, I don't know about all this. But at the platoon level, mm-hmm. they were as proficient. And efficient as an active unit, and there's a lot of garbage in the active side. You know that. Oh fuck! Because yeah. you went because you went over there.
1: I went over there. Yep my my story is almost the complete opposite of yours. Yeah. So, so you
2: started on the 133rd, and then went over to the active side. Yep. And and there is shit garbage, um, for sure, on the active duty side. Oh and yeah. And they have no they have no room to talk about um the nasty girls or the reservists Mm -hmm. at all in my opinion
1: the thing is there's there's great units Mm -hmm. in the active duty obviously there's great units there's also great guard units Mm -hmm. this is just the thing but there's in active duty it's like there's also shit units yeah so it's just like it's just like anywhere else in almost just in life in general yep you know when something get is so big they're gonna have you're gonna have good and bad in it a lot of changes with leadership and stuff too. They ebbs sure. the and flows. Some uni- some shitty units get their shit in order and start doing better, and then some good units kind of maybe take a fault. I, was, I don't know, but every unit I went to when I was active duty was yeah hogwash. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, and I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, I've seen good and bad. Um, and, and you the, warned me of that too. I did. did. I, I remember that. I remember that. Our, we had a conversation years and years and years ago about you were going to go, and I said, eh, I don't
1: know, man. I don't know if you like that. I don't know. That's bad. <laughs> news. But, like, booer, you want to feel artillery? Even worse. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> that's
2: the, yeah, that's the, like, the hoodlum. That's like, yeah, that's like the, I don't know what it is about FA units, but it, it's I, always been bad.
1: Yeah. I have a theory. Um, I think, it kind of comes with, there's guys that want to join the army, and they want to do army shit, but they're like, but I don't want to do, like, real mm-hmm. army shit. Mm-hmm. When, you, when I say real army shit, I mean, like, infantry shit. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I want to be in a combat role, but I don't want to be in combat. <laughs> so I want to be field artillery. Yeah. You know? So then they join the field artillery, and, like, I'm a combat MLS, and I'm like, you're a Pogue. Like, ah, What? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a combat M.O.S. Like yeah. King of the fucking, you know. God damn, king of battle. King of battle. Yeah. There you go. I forgot it. All right. Yeah. That's how forgetable. Ask Shannon. Yeah. He'll tell Queen you. Queen of fucking battle, dude. Like yeah. We are the, or the king of battle. Yeah. We are, yeah. Anyways, they, <laughs> I'm not, lying. Like, if I would have started my military career in the field artillery, I probably would have appreciated it a lot more. Mm-hmm. But just like what you said, yeah. you, Joe Williams. Yeah. Roe. All you guys, all all the squad leaders I talked to, when I said I was gonna go fuel artillery. You are like, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, you are not gonna, you are not gonna find what you are looking for. <laughs> I didn't,
2: I didn't think we'd ever see you again. You thought I was gonna stay. No. Oh, I thought you'd get like rolled up at freaking Hood somewhere. Like you end up at Fort Hood and just oh, get, you thought like... I was gonna go nuts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, but you ended up at Bliss, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, well, I started in Carson. That oh, yeah. Okay. The first duty station. Okay. okay. Starting Carson. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then I went to Kuwait, came back, and I got... So, that's when they started DeVardi again, Division Artillery. Yep. So DeVardi yep. was a big deal back in, like, the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You know, okay, oh, yeah. so you know about yep. Devardi. Mm-hmm. and Then he got rid of it because of the war. Yep. And they're like, oh, we don't need DeVardi anymore. We just need more people doing shit. Yep. And then they... Oh, after the... War Ontario started tapering off. They're like, you know, not understand. back up. So I got put in after Kuwait. So 316 FA is where I went. Mm-hmm. And then they... After Kuwait, it got disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> we came back from Kuwait. And we're like, that to do. We went to yeah. Kuwait and did nothing. And it was whatever. And then like, oh, and by the way, we're disbanding the battalion. Mm. <laughs> so they just got rid of us. And they needed some guys to stick around. And I was getting ready to train. I was training back up for SFAS. Mm-hmm. So... They didn't give me a new duty station. Like, you're staying in Carson, and you're going to help 316 just get rid of their shit. Like, yeah. I was just driving vehicles to neighboring units Whatever. and delivering stuff, just liquidating our yep. assets, right? Yep. And then uh, then after that, I'm like, well, what am I going to do when this is done? Like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and then they sent me to, to Daivari to help stand that out. So I was like, okay, so cool. So I wanted to, to DeVardi And it was, mm-hmm. I was an E5 at this time, and it was me and two other E5s. An E six female from somewhere, and a first sergeant. That was it. <laughs> this is badass. So what for do you like, do every for day for like six months? We didn't do PT. We didn't do shit. Our that's, first start. Right we had there. a group. We had a group chat with all of us, and our first time was like, "Hey guys, come on in. We got some shit. <laughs> we got some shit um, shipped to us, so we need to."
0: You know, go through shit. it and unboxing stuff. Yeah. And, we're like, we're all like, whoa,
1: top. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do anything. As long as we passed our PT test, we yeah. did PT on our own. We're all NCOs, so it's like yep. we didn't do anything. Yeah. And then after a little while, and then we got a commander. And then we got a master sergeant. And then, like, some of these other people started trickling. And then we started getting PFCs. Like, yeah. And oh. then they're like, now you guys. Now you got to do real shit. Now you got to do Army stuff again. Yeah. So, but we was still pretty chill. We had yeah. some decent PFCs, but then it started as it expanded. Once we got our colonel, it was like pfft, no, game done. over. Done. Fun's over, dude. Yep. No more yep. fun.
2: He's gotta get he's gotta get promoted. To but the then day. that
1: colonel looked at me kinda like you when you're at um training unit. He's like, Sergeant Johnson, you need to go back to the line. I'm like and then, by this time I <laughs> this by this time I had a, I had just re enlisted and going to Bliss. So I'm like, I'm just gonna ride out to Vardy and tell yeah. Bliss. Yeah. Like, you need to go back to the line. I'm like uh, sir, I'm PCSing in like yeah. two months. All right, I was like, I actually, I think it was like three or four months at this time. And He's like, you need to go back to the line. I'm like, he's like, NCO, like you, you don't, you shouldn't be, to, you. you shouldn't be in a place like this. We need this, this is this is where NCOs go to die. Like, you're coming up. You need to go. And I'm like, sir, I'm leaving. soon. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm leaving soon. Yeah. He's like, nope. The movers here's, are at my house, here dude. Here your orders. You're going to um 277 fa on a triple seven i'm like i have no idea i'm on a paladin before so i don't know anything about triple seven so i go there yeah and fuck around for a little bit and they're like why did they send you an e5 yeah to just come here before you pcs I'm like i don't know not the colonel <laughs> and then uh, yeah then we went to see i got a divorce and yeah the army. For that. the army the stuff, army yeah yep. F- big army fucking army yeah but so you joined the guard. Yep. And that's where we where we met. Yep.
2: Um and I can't remember what year that was. It was when the one hundred thirty third did their two, three, four, five years in 18. Iraq.
1: Whatever it was. Oh they were in Iraq. That's when you came to the Platoon? Yeah. Shit? Okay. Yep. Yeah. They oh, so or was... no they had just gotten back from Iraq. That was what, they did 08? like two,
2: yeah. They did like two years in Iraq or something. Yeah, they, I
1: think they're, 06 oh six to 8 eight, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, they something were there bad. forever. They they would never let them go home. No, it's fucking silly. Yep. So I got in, and it was kind of slow at first, but then, um, so I had to change my MOS. I had to become, oh, 11, yeah. I had to become eleven Bravo.
1: Did you choose that? Like they let you? They're like, hey, what do you want to be? I, I had to.
2: Like there there was no option if I wanted to keep my rank. And come that was in. Where you got put? I, I had to be a love and Bravo, Man, And I was lucky. like, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Like, you know, in my mind, like I was a light scout. Mm-hmm. Those air quotes out there. Yeah, um, can't be much different, and it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Same bullshit.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so I went to Fort Stewart for a summer to reclass.
1: Well, they send you to Stewart. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hmm. I, I went to Stewart. So, no, no. Ben, I'm sorry. Benning to reclass. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to yeah. say, like, why the yeah. fuck would they say I, I went to Stewart. I went to Stewart later.
1: <laughs> like, Benning is home in the infantry. Yeah.
2: So, so I go to Benning to reclass, and um
1: it was- So you're a staff sausage. Yeah, yeah. Going back to Benning to reclass. Yes, yes,
2: Going <laughs> back, hang, hanging out with the privates. And, so
1: and, and you the explain cr- that situation? Because I had to go back to AIT as a specialist. So it yeah. wasn't that- Weird, but yeah. you're a fucking sasshard. How, yeah. how was
2: So that? first and foremost, the the instructors and all that shit were complete pieces of shit. Oh. So I show up, and they're like above me, right? They're right. better than
1: me. They're training you.
2: Yeah. And the training curriculum is identical to what I was training at at Fort Knox. So like all of the weapon systems. Mm-hmm. I mean I have a hotel identifier, right? It means I'm a uh official military Oop. oops, sorry. Official military train like I can train you. I got I went to training school and I have the hotel ad- I'm like So when you're you're
1: a training school like hotel identifier training school. So I I w- they, they just trained you on all the weapon systems and No, like,
2: uh... no, they teach you how to teach. Oh, okay So I gotcha. was a I was an army teacher.
1: Okay. Right. So I have the identifier <laughs> yeah. on my MOS. Yep. Right.
2: I'm a hotel identifier, whatever. Bullshit. I'm like, I am the same as you. Like uh, we are the same.
1: Oh, because that's what drill sergeants got yeah when they
2: well not drill sergeant, but like tr- um if you're cadre or if you're a official trainee. trainer. That's right,
1: because you went to fucking you were that's in right. four years in that goddamn. I did that bullshit shit. at Knox. Yeah, that's so right. Fuck you guys.
2: So I show up and they're like, This is the Mark nineteen. I'm like, I can tell you everything about this bitch. This is the two, <laughs> two forty Bravo. I'm like, I do all this. Like I already do all this. Like and but they treated me like I was a a trainee. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> guys Listen to me.
2: You know, I'm kind of a sales guy,
1: right? I'm like, listen. I'm one of you, man. Yeah,
2: like, we're the same dude. That didn't work. So I had, I had to do all the shit. I'm like, this is, this is, re-. so I kind of got pissy about that and um, whatever. Did the field exercise, did the, I'd do the ruck march, like all the infantry shit, right? I'd go do all the yeah. things you guys did. Yep. And I did it. Piece cake.
1: Those are check, there's a checklist. Yeah. You have to do these yeah. things in order to be yeah. an infantry. Because, Half of being an Yeah, but half of being an infantryman is passing all of the traditions. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right of passage.
1: The honor hill. Yeah. The ruck march. All area, the bullshit. All the bullshit. You gotta yeah. you gotta do all that. You yep. know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be an infantryman, because I mean, the army in general is full of tradition. Cav is yep. especially is yeah, like tradition. traditions. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But the infantry has their shit too. Yeah. Like if you want this fucking blue cord and these goddamn yeah. cross rifles, motherfucker. Yeah, you got to you got to go. Rock. You got to go do this. <laughs> you got to like, put okay. a pack on your back yeah. and rock. Yep.
2: Which is piece of cake. I did that. Yep. Came back, and then um, I don't know what happened. I don't know how the conversation got started, but um, oh, we were, we were rebuilding the scout platoon.
1: How old were you again at this time? Then, when you're going back through a- uh, AIT and all that shit?
2: Oh shit! I don't know. Twenty six, twenty seven. Okay, something like that.
1: So you're a full fledged man.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was still kind of an idiot kid, but I was a full. Yeah. You went to Bosnia. Full. Yeah. he <laughs> probably loved that too, then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I was in Bosnia. Like, dude, I just got back from
1: Iraq. For the sixth time. Yeah. Like, I've been shot <laughs> six it. times. I'm 23 years old. Yes. I've been to Iraq six times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: I'm like, oh, okay. okay well, yeah, you well, got me. You. I was in like,
1: Wharf before you yeah, were born. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got me. You win. Yeah. Well, anyway.
2: So um, I don't know how the conversation got started, but they were rebuilding the Scout platoon at 133rd. Yep. And so, like, principles of reconnaissance, like understanding what reconnaissance actually is, I knew that. You're a scout. I was a scout. Mm-hmm. I knew all of that bullshit. So I was able to help the infantry guys who were just really good at PT because yeah. that's how they got selected into the scout platoon. That's all it was then. That's all then. it was. We're like, oh, yeah. this guy's this guy's haircut is good, and he can freaking run forever or whatever. So he's going right. to go in the scout platoon. Mm-hmm. So they were coming from an infantry line platoon into a reconnaissance platoon and had no idea what that really meant. They had, They really didn't. And so I, I felt like I could help. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I did that for a few months and then, uh, the commander's like, Hey, there's a, we need a sniper section leader. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're like, would you be willing to do that? And I'm like, hell yeah. Fuck be a sniper. Like, like hell yeah. I'll be a freaking sniper. Like me? I've seen all the movies. Like yeah. I, I know that shit.
1: Okay. Like Chris I'm Kyle. Badass. Yeah. Let's
2: yeah. Go, yeah, so and that, this is before Chris
1: Kyle, by the way. Well, I mean, so yes, I didn't know before Chris he got Kyle. famous. Before right. he I'm was, sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, no, he was a al- he was alive, alive. He
2: was alive whacking dudes. He was, but, he was, he was doing know, Chris we,
1: Kyle shit at the time, so it was before we yeah, knew who yeah. he was. We didn't know. We, right. we didn't know. Yeah, yeah, sorry,
2: That's it would have it been more fair. like um, I don't even know who he was He's famous. A good John Lee Swagger or Bob Lee Swagger? There you go.
1: Or Bob Lee Swagger
2: is that shooter? Shooter? Yeah. That was popular then. It was popular. I was like, yeah, I'll let's be
1: that fucking fucking let's go. Yeah, like, give the me mouths. a gun. Marky Mark. Was it Marky Mark? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's Marky Mark's in all the good army movies. Oh, he's military great. Military movies. He's,
1: he's like, a, Yeah. He's a great dude. Who? I don't know if he's great He's
2: probably served a few tours for real. Like
1: By now, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. between between shooter and uh, being an I mean he, was going, he went from Marine to a Navy SEAL. Yeah. To. I don't know what he's done. Yeah, he stole some shit when he is in the in Italian lo- job? I love that dude. Was he in an Italian job? I don't know what he's all done. I know I
2: know that his burgers are good and That's his brother
1: he's, he's a part of that though, isn't he? Sure. I don't know. All burgers. Yeah. The name's in there, so.
2: Anyway, so I got I got in the
1: sniper <laughs> section thing, right? Cuz of Mark and
2: Mark. Cuz of Mark and Mark. Yep. He pretty much he was a big influence on on mm-hmm. that part of my
1: life. Yep. Like, I can do this.
2: So and and I'm going to and I got, I got to drop a name. I'm dropping names here. So Franny. Yep. Isaac Fra- fucking Franzen. Isaac fucking Franzen. Isaac fucking Franzen. So I got selected to be his section leader. Right? So I came into the sniper section. So he was the
1: only sniper He was left. the
2: only Bravo 4 left.
1: Oh, he's the only. Okay.
2: So he was the only Bravo 4 school taught legit
1: no bullshit
2: sniper left in the in the unit
1: and at this time he was a specialist for he press, was
2: right? i think he was knee four might have been in e five but i think it was knee four okay i think yeah i think he was knee an mm-hmm.
1: four and i friends I, yeah
2: and so i went through so i went through squad name marks's been like back in korea so oh, yeah. like like yep. i had like i had an understanding yeah, of him like i, I kind of knew but i didn't know no you yeah. know, like I didn't know everything.
1: Well, being a squad designated marksman is completely, completely it's di- different. It's completely different. But the basics, of yeah, yeah. being a good shot. I mean, we, whatnot,
2: like we had but... time, but like we had time behind the two four.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Even though that's not really in, like in Korea, we were shooting two fours. But that's not really a part of SDM. No, but we were doing it yep. just because it was a Korean. What else? What else you do? We're gonna ham and cheesies, drink beer, and shoot guns. Mm-hmm. Um. So Franny, like. I think we went up to Wisconsin for a, a weekend or something and we had the guns no. out and that was like, I, I was like, dude, you need to help me. Like I'm going to sniper school and like, I'm going to build the most badass sniper section you've ever seen, but you need to help me go to school. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm talking to my subordinate, right? Yeah. He's and like, he's like, Fuck you. fucking douchebag poor
1: i should be the fucking yeah sick, i should be section be the leader, leader. That's, yeah. probably, that's probably what he was thinking i'm sure he was but he was
2: cool and yeah. and and as far as technical proficiency there's really behind the gun he's he's the shit he's good he's badass yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like i would never want him shooting at me so anyway Fuck so no. so that's a props out to franny he he squared me away taught me some things and then i go to the schoolhouse mm-hmm. um it was a bitch. I mean, sniper school sucks, but yeah. I mean, it's not supposed to be fun.
1: What was like the because sniper school is really interesting because I was talking to Justin Trees and he did he went to like, sniper school for military mm-hmm. or not military? Sorry, law enforcement. We were mil- okay. We were military. Yeah, he was. He's a cop. Yeah, but he did like some sniper shit. Okay, like, tra- sniper training. Yep. In I don't know what kind of school it was, but he talked about it a little bit. But uh, the army's sniper school kind of briefly touch on like what the hardest like what the school is like kind of deal what what you struggle with the most
2: yeah so so you show up to the schoolhouse and you're surrounded by like really good hard ass dudes right like these hards hard they got some fucking hard (laughs) ass dude yes like hard
1: ass and hard dicks
2: (laughs) (laughs) fucking dicks all over no rock hard dicks i mean there's dudes with no name tapes you know like i don't even know who these motherfuckers are right and they don't even know who they are um probably but there's who are you there's staff sergeant yeah there's there's bat guys there there's i mean there's all sorts of dudes there and and Mm -hmm. it it was it was eye-opening i guess to me at the level of like 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 i'm just some douchebag from iowa like what am i doing (laughs) down here with these guys, you know, right. like it was intimidating actually.
1: Cause where's the school held at?
2: There's two of them. So there's one in Benning and That's one I in thought. Arkansas.
1: Okay. Yeah. Did you go to Arkansas? I went to Arkansas. Okay. Yep. Which is a, I feel is a better school. I've heard that from people yeah. too, that it's uh I don't see a better school. Yeah. It's a really good school.
2: <laughs> yeah. So went to Arkansas. Um, I don't know. I mean, cyber school is a bitch cause it's like every day people are getting kicked out every day. So mm-hmm. You go, you you sit in a classroom for a day and then you go out and do whatever they taught you Mm -hmm. and you pass or fail. And if you pass, you get to go on to the next day. And if you fail, you go home. I mean, that's it. It's
1: cut and dry. It's cut and dry. It's like,
2: okay, we are pay attention in class. Tomorrow we're going to go out and do it. If you fail, you're gone. Hmm. If you pass. And in between, they're, I mean, they're not, they're not abusing you. It's not like, but I mean, like.
1: It's not basic.
2: It's not basic. They're not screaming at you, but, I mean, you are physically fucking... Like, I first time I've ever bled through my boots. Was no shit. School. Yeah, bled right through them. My boots were fucking blood. With rucking? Blisters, or, yep. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. First time in my, And I've always been pretty good at rucking. Like, you couldn't really break... Like, if you throw a ruck on me, well, fine, I'm good.
1: You're a tall dude. you yeah. got long legs. Yeah, you can just keep ruck. up.
2: Just ruck. Yeah, just go. It, it never hurt me. Mm-hmm. Cyber school broke me down. Like, I was bleeding through my goddamn boots. I'm like, oh and I get back Damn. to the barracks at night, my feet are fucked. I'm like, I have to do this again in four hours. Fuck. I'm like
1: How can no, I quit you?
2: There's no way I'm making that out of this bitch alive. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they would ruck they so after training, they would just ruck us until someone quit. They had to meet a quota. They were kind of weird about that. They're like, Look, I need two really? I need two you bitches to quit today. For real. Yeah. Real and life. Yeah, and we're not stopping until I get my two no shit I'm just like around what like, if no one quit would what? you just go on forever I, I don't know someone always quit yeah that's true like someone's always gonna break it, down like, it had been a had tactic been. Though. yeah like,
1: they weren't literally just gonna be like we're literally gonna mar- march around Arkansas yeah for weeks
2: <laughs> I don't know but
1: that's if what they bunch, did if you had a fucking class full of hard dicks mm-hmm. then what would they do I wonder
2: well they weren't as hard as it looked that's right I guess I don't yeah. know
1: that's probably why they filled uh, filled the thoughts with a bunch of <laughs> nasty, nasty girls <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> like but, these part divers can't hang out. Yeah, nah, we. <laughs> you guys did good though. Yeah,
2: we did good. We we um got through it. You know, passed all my shit. Obviously, because I made it, and um I yeah. drove down there with my rifle. Like I had my all my whole kit, my gun, everything. I drove down there. Really? Yeah.
1: And so did you didn't just use school. School gear?
2: No, 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 no. You you always you, you go, go there with, with your shit? with your own shit. Oh yep. no, shit! With your unit okay. issued stuff. No yep. kidding. Well,
1: I guess it makes sense. I mean, you yeah. gotta yeah get time behind. Yeah, your guns.
2: Went down there with a two four, mm-hmm. you know, from from the armory and um, got through it
1: and and uh, what was passed. the what was the hardest for you to pass though? Like, what was the beside? Was it the the physical aspect that was the toughest, or was it? No,
2: not really. As long I mean, as long as you could stay healthy, you know. Like I just. I forget how I fixed my feet, but I just got through it. Yeah, I just and that was like the first couple of weeks that happened to me.
1: At that point, yeah. honestly, you're just you are just getting through it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, a lot of people struggle with stalks. Uh, I love stalking. Like I, 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 I found it to be pretty fun. I went in the summertime, so it was a little easier. We had a lot of vegetation.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you grew up hunting, and stuff yeah. too, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's kind of fun. The stalking, it's kind of fun to do that. yeah, the
2: stalking wasn't that bad. Yeah, target detection's a bitch. That gets a lot of guys. Um,
1: target detection, like uh, you go out there, like unknown distance type stuff, or no,
2: like they hide little treasures out in the woods and you got to find it. Oh, and you get like, like you have to find like a empty shell casing laying in the grass. Oh shit, <laughs> like stupid shit, like that. <laughs> or like there's a. RPG launcher hanging from a tree, something, you know. So it's called it's target detection, and you need to be able to find so many things that like they the, hid. Like through a spotter or yeah, no, through, through walking around? No, no, no. You, you lay in a line, and you're looking through a spotting scope, and you have binos, and you have to find oh, these little things that they hid.
1: Dude, you would be the best. We need to go out west and hunt, and like, hunt like or go to Mexico and hunt coos deer, because you'd find like all the fucking deer.
2: Yeah. It it really it really trains your mind, yeah. like it's a mind thing. For, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. That's yeah. what everyone says when you are out hunting, especially when you are hunting out west and you are doing a lot of like um, heavy glassing type yeah. hunting yep. with like Mexico coos deer yep. and all that kind of shit. You are spending a lot of time behind your glass looking for shit, and it's like you find a tine. Yeah. in the grass. Like, oh, yes. Fuck. And then yep. you zoom in with your, yep. you zone in with your, burn through the veg. Your, they call know? it burn, yep.
2: burn through the vegetation and find the target you know? Yep. so that's a tough one that would be tough yeah it gets yeah. a lot of guys it's hard to train for that i mean it's kind of like either got it or you don't you know yep yep it's like in the hunting it's world, hard to teach
1: people that in the hunting world too like I hate going back to this all the time but in the hunting world they say that a lot too where you know it's like you can train so much but some people just kind of got that eye where they can pick yeah. abnormalities out a lot quicker than other other people yep. you know yep. so you just like zone in you're like something catches it at the right angle, you zone in on it. Yeah. And some of you just don't have that, that same type of like focus or awareness. No, for sure.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's a tough one. Target detection is a bitch. Um, but I mean, there's everything. So there's a range estimation and then you have to qualify on all the weapon systems. You have to qualify on moving targets. Um, the, the shooting side of it's pretty easy. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you listen to their instruction and just do, you know, set your gun up, right shoot the way they want you to shoot you can't really well, mess that up
1: and most of the guys that are going to sniper school aren't like barely passing their rifle qual no they're a so shooting most of them, expert most of them, you, you have
2: you have to and actually to shoot expert. yeah day one uh actually day zero you have to group with an m4 that they give you oh really yeah and it has to be the group has to be i forget what it is but you have to group an m4 that they hand you mm-hmm. and it has to be a tight group at yeah, what if,
1: is it 100
2: yeah no, 25? no, it's a twenty. It's a twenty-five. It's a, it's the twenty-five meter qual target. Oh, okay. But your group has to be like something. I forget. And if you don't, they walk you off.
1: Well, that's the fundamentals.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Trigger squeeze have, breathing type picture. The, if you can get the fundamentals
1: and why waste your time. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So that's day zero. I mean, that, the training hasn't even started. They hand you it up for they're like shoot this target. Okay. And boss. and it has to be this or you go home.
1: They bust like the, the calipers out yeah yeah, they're
2: pretty yeah. wild over there uh,
0: you're out buddy <laughs> yeah you're
2: gone <laughs> hate to
1: break it to you your units waste a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> sending you here yeah
2: but nah, it's, uh sniper school is fantastic and <clears throat> so I went through as a I was already a battalion senior sniper when I was going through sniper school yeah so I got some offside training with like the instructors on like hey, okay look this is how you set up a team oh, this is how you yeah. sell it to the battalion commander this is how you should operate your missions they mm-hmm. gave me a whole bunch of like um not literature but like information discs on like mission planning mission prep mm-hmm. this is what it should look like don't don't do it like this you know that's badass like, just shit like that one of those
1: things were in your in your position I needed to hear that yeah well in your position too the instructors are Instructors are probably looking at you as like, yeah, we want this guy to pass because he's already in this position. So let's yeah. do our best to actually like, train him rather than weed yeah. him out. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they weren't—they're trying to weed out like the I the mean, PFCs and specialists I, that are like you'll have plenty of time in the military. <laughs> this dude's a star. We—I don't know if the they
2: military. did me any favors, but <laughs> well, but they but but they did so like
1: that favor. I guess yeah. what I'm saying like the behind the scenes, stuff. yeah, behind the, shape, the like, scenes stuff. Like, hey, look, yeah. this is
2: what this is how yeah. you this is how you assemble. A section. This is how you should run your team. They're probably
1: rooting for you quietly.
2: Well, they they knew that we're going downrange. Yeah, I mean, like everybody in this class is going to go downrange soon. Yep, and and this is going to get real real quick.
1: That was one thing that I got at AIT. That because when I joined the military, I didn't. I joined the guard. Because it was part time. at the time yeah. I was ignorant. I was a seventeen year old fucking ignorant kid. Yeah. And when I went through AIT, all the drill sergeants there were you know, it's towards the end. You know, we already passed everything. We already had our we already got our um cross punched into our chest and everything like that, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's like we already did all that. So then they started having like little heart to hearts with us, like mm-hmm. drill sergeant heart to hearts, I guess. <laughs> Where they're like, Alright, listen to your story. Fucking, time. You, you fucking faggots. like you guys are gonna go downrange. Mm-hmm. you guys are go- i don't give a fuck if you're a nasty girl or a goddamn ranger mm-hmm. you're going down range and you're going to be doing this shit yep. and if you don't then it is what it is but yep. we need to we we come at this from a perspective of all of you will be down range at one point in time yeah and i was kind of thinking like oh shit maybe i will i don't know i'm yeah. in the guard yeah like, i don't I, I didn't even know i was going to this cop platoon yeah really at <laughs> lucky time. you so i was just like well, I don't know. I don't I might get stuck in fucking headquarters. I don't know yeah. what's going on. And yeah. then I got out and went to Skapplatoon and shit and the, yeah. right when I got there, they're like, We're going to Afghanistan. <laughs> Shit's real. Yeah. But anyway, so cyber school.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so I get so I get out of sniper school. Great. Um then I go to mountain sniper school mm. in Vermont, which was awesome.
1: So I knew you did that, but that was one of those things I remember talking to you about it, but I never I actually yeah. forgot until now that you yeah. didn't do that. Yeah. You did that right after yeah, well, well, a few, two, right few ever,
2: months but... after. There was a year there where all I did was train. Yeah. I just went to schools. That's all oh. I did. And the and the one thirty third was like, this one's up. You want to go? Yep. Like, I just wanted to it, – it, it it wasn't just the training that I wanted because I knew where we were going. Yeah. I didn't know what we were going to be doing, but I knew we were going to Afghanistan. I knew yeah. that was coming.
1: And this was – at this time – This, this would so like, have been like – This would have been
2: like oh eight oh nine 09. 08, 08, Probably 9. Probably 9.
1: Okay. And so or everyone's back from Iraq already then. Yep. Okay.
2: And the money was there. Like we were getting all the money we wanted for anything. We were taking, we were taking private buses down to Arkansas just to shoot at sniper ages. The sniper section. section was so They're these, like, just go. Yeah. Just go
1: shoot. So these fucking guys just got back from Iraq. Like these are the guys I served with too. Like, yep. all, all those, everyone came back from Iraq and then almost immediately they're like, we're sp- Basically, spinning right back up to go to Afghanistan. So it it was. There was a lull there for the guys that just got back, obviously, but
2: but it was pretty quick.
1: It was quick. I mean, we yeah. went. We were in Afghanistan in 2010. Yeah, we left so that's August. two years. Yep. From when they got back from Iraq. Yeah. Like, but that's the quick. thing that's the thing. Like I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of other National Guard units. Like I feel like the 133rd deployed to combat. Quite a bit for a national guard unit. You know, I think
2: the, I, I think they got paid for it. Honestly, I think there was like a revenue. From the feds. Yeah, I th- I think the like there well, was.
1: You get more money when you yeah. deploy. Like yeah. The, when you de- when you're in a guard unit, you're a state. Yeah. M- military unit until you get overseas. Until you until you spin it, up. Yeah, and, and then you're that, a federal unit. Yeah, you're absolutely, and that I'm sure we get. We got we obviously got a lot of gear from yeah. the feds for yeah. going to war. So it, was probably, it probably was one of those things where we like, hey. Probably. And Iowa, it's a pretty sweet state. and we're, <laughs> I, I'm sure that uh, the governor is probably like, we want to be badass. Yeah. We're fucking Iowa. We're from dude. Iowa. <laughs> we're <laughs> from <beaches>. Iowa, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I just
2: I just know that, uh, what did we, I forget the platoon's heart's name at the time. It wasn't by It was um, Jody oh, Dennis. Jody Dennis, yep. Yep. Cold, I was, he was uh, there when I got there, too. Yeah, so he, ca- he called me, and he's like, uh, we're going to Afghanistan. This is your warning order or some shit like that. Like, this okay. is 09? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was, like, building my house. I was just graduating. Yeah. Or not about, like, I was b- adding on to my house. yeah I was, like, standing over my dad and my uncle, and we're, like,
1: like, hanging trusses and shit. And I get like, a phone call. He's like, we're going to Afghanistan. You're like, dope. I can get that other I'm personal like, loan to finish this house. Down. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> hell
2: yeah. I need I need that extra money. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's what happened. Yeah, and then we, then we deployed. Oh, I built a section. Mm-hmm. I should say that built. So the section was had holes to fill. Yep. And I basically was given freedom over the battalion to. Well, we we held a, um, tryout. You know, yep. so we got to we got to pick and choose kind of who we wanted to for the you know to fill the holes and we built a section i sent guys to school mm-hmm. sniper so school and got things spun up and got people trained that
1: took about a year who were all the bravo fours in the section is you franny shin,
2: shin klein klein henshaw, henshaw and evans went to school I think um keel went to school but didn't come home with her before. Okay. And then uh, Williams never did. He
1: never it. went. No, they. I remember talking to they Williams. psyched about him. He's yeah. They,
2: they got him on a psych eval. Oh, I think, that's what it was. I think he's.
1: I thought he meant like psych, like
2: psych. No, no, like, <laughs> like you're going psych. I, I think he failed his psych eval. I can see that. But we still kept him in the section because he was cool. He's cool. As he rock. can carry like a lot of weight.
1: He's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big. Yeah. We're just like, well, we're gonna dude. need someone to carry
2: the beer and the. The saw, Bullets, yeah, and the saw <laughs> yeah. when he's trying to carry the
1: 240. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, he's a great sport about it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, I'm a sniper, kind of. Yeah, I tell <laughs> you what, the dude, he's a good dude, freaking guy. phenomenal. Yeah, love that guy, I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, Bitch.
2: so yeah, so then we went, so we deployed, and then mm-hmm. we, and then that's all history. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were landowners, and which is strange. Yeah,
1: um, I think we're gonna, I want to cover that sometime mm-hmm. down the road. But, uh, but yeah,
2: when we yep. had the freedom to do whatever we wanted.
1: Mm-hmm. Basically, I do, I do want to ask you before. Yeah. Uh, somebody, like, so when I when I joined, I joined with my buddy Nathan Cunningham. Yep. You know, and we both got put in the scout platoon together. Yep. Yep. What? I know you're you're a sniper section. You guys were you guys were a mild mildly d- detached from the yeah r- f- from the rest of us scouts. Yeah. You know, like all the scout the whole scout platoon like to hide out. Then you guys hit even hid from us. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. But what did, what did all you guys think when like, uh, cause you guys held tryouts and you get these fucking two punk ass kids. Yeah. All well, three, if you come with new yeah. later on. But when you get these two punk ass kids straight out of training, like you think you're fucking good enough for the guy. <laughs> the scalp too, motherfuckers? So
2: <laughs> the only thing that I was looking for was uh personality. Oh yeah. I didn't give a shit what your pushups were. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit about really anything but your personality
1: that's all i cared about cuz when i got there schmitty was my squad leader
2: yeah justin
1: yep yep justin schmitty yep well, Schmidt,
2: but yep yeah yeah so um so for tryouts like how it was selected it was all on personality okay for me yeah um you know like
1: but you guys didn't choose us we got put we got sent to you
2: yeah well you got sent to us by, because i Asked all the company commanders to send me your best dudes. And but, volu- and they had to volunteer. Yeah.
1: We didn't even get... Like, me, Cunners, Morgan Morgan. Which <laughs> we didn't make it yeah. the whole time. And yeah. Donnie. Yeah. All, us four. We yeah. all got to the scout platoon at the same time. Okay. And Smith got there a little bit before us. But we were all fresh. Like, yeah. We never we never yeah, went we, to a different unit. Yeah, you didn't know shit. We didn't know shit.
2: Yeah, you got stuck in the scout platoon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I can't remember exactly how all that went down, but... Um, and there, and there was some bad blood there too. So like
1: with get, us getting sent there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I felt it. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, when I got there, it's kind of just like, everyone's kind of like side eyeing us mildly. Not like yeah. too bad, but well, it's kind of like, and I knew it. I got it. I'm like, okay, I got to put in the scout sniper platoon. I'm like, yeah, I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. You know, so this was like, there was some bad, I was blood trying to, that. and I was trying to, you know, fucking sell yeah. myself every time we went to drill. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get kicked out. Cause I knew that that was, what I was told to. All of us like don't get comfy. Yeah, probably that. We're probably not, you not gonna, we're, we're, probably gonna we're probably gonna send you to the line. Like that was one of those things. Like keep fucking up. We're gonna send you to the line. It's like
0: go oh,
2: fuck. I don't want to go to the line. <laughs> That's harder said than done.
1: Yeah, I know but that, but now that I've been in it yeah, for a while, I know it's yeah. like more of a scare tactic than yeah. anything. Especially when maybe we shouldn't be dropping names like this. I already said it when when Morgan got <laughs> sent to the line. <laughs> that was a that was a bit of a task.
2: <laughs> and I've got a name too that I'm not going to drop. That yeah. also went went away. The only reason, know, so yeah, yeah,
1: Right. yeah. The, the only reason why I said his name is because I went to basic with that dude, yeah. and we got put in the same tune and we're all just like, oh, fuck, <laughs> not really. He's a he's a fine guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, fine guy. Yeah. He actually did really well once yeah. he left us.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, out of the battalion, there's a lot of good dudes and a lot of freaking idiots. Yep. But the bottom line is, even those idiots, they went over, they did their job, and they probably did a fantastic job. I think. Yeah. And and so, if we were calling you an idiot, a fucking dumbass, piece of shit, get away from me. Back then. That doesn't mean that you're not an outstanding American, right? You still went over. You still went over there, and you did whatever was asked of you. Mm -hmm. You just didn't roll with me, right?
0: Wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30pm Eastern. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.